Welcome to the Force Cancer Charity Podcast, your window into the world of Devon's very own local cancer support charity. Hi there, my name is Sarah Daniels and I'm Head of Income Generation at Force Cancer Charity and I'd like to welcome my guest today, Peter Payne, a volunteer at the Force Cancer Support Centre and a former solicitor in Exeter. Welcome Peter. It's very nice to be here Sarah, nice to see you again. Thank you so much for agreeing to come in today. What we are going to talk about is the subject of um, the importance of making a will. And it's quite a taboo subject, so hopefully today we will dispel some of the myths about writing your will, either as an individual or as a couple. So I think we'll get right into it, Peter. Why is it important to write a will? Well, Sarah, if you don't write a will, then you leave everybody guessing as to what your intentions are should you die. this is something that law calls intestacy, which is a strange word. But what it means is that if you don't tell the world what you wanted, then other things apply. And it's usually the state that decide who will have your estate. Uh, and uh, it may go to entirely the wrong people as far as you are concerned. So for certainty and clarity, it's very important that we all make wills at some time. Do you think it's important that you tell the people that are in that will that they are in that will? Or should you be keeping it private, confidential? Um, I don't think it's important. Some people like to do it, some people don't. Um, There's no hard and fast rule. The the great thing about make a will is all about the person who's actually writing the will uh, and what their intentions are. Is it a myth that it's difficult to write a will? What do you need to consider ahead of writing your will? Well, I think there are two main things. The first thing is to ensure that the people who are precious to you and who you love should receive whatever you feel you want to give to them. And if you have um, a charity or some other business that you want to support by way of legacy, again, it's important to to spell that out in the will so that everybody knows what your intentions are. As for writing a will, um, it's not particularly difficult. And and a lot of people think that uh, they can just get a piece of paper and and write it out and put it in a drawer. That isn't the case. There are some... Is that not? I thought it was like an expression of your wishes that you could get a piece of paper, you could write down what you want and you could get your neighbours, some friends to witness it and sign it and it would be legally standing. Is that not the case? Um, Well, let's put expression of wishes to one side for a minute. But if you want to make a will, you've got to make sure that it is signed and what we call executed correctly so that it has legal standing in the law. If you make a mistake, if you think you know what you're going to do and you make an error, then the will is invalid and then you're back to square one again as if you hadn't made the will in the first place. Okay. I, um, I went to a local solicitor a couple of years ago and they actually handed me a form to complete ahead of my meeting with them, which I found was, was really useful. So I knew exactly what, what questions I needed to address because you get to the point of thinking, do I, who do I leave the car to? You know, you, you don't know how much detail to go into. But it made my husband and I really engage in conversations um, about what we wanted our wishes to be, which weren't always the same. So it was it was good to have this paperwork ahead of time. Um, so do you, do you think it's for those reasons it's important to go to a solicitor because you know you can get these forms off the internet and you could just write this stuff down again and, and just put it in the drawer. Well, it's true that you could get a from one of the say W H Smith or somebody on the the high street. You can get at what they call make your own will. Mm-hmm. Um, But the important thing about that is, as I said before, it needs to make sure that you comply with the very strict rules so that it is actually legally binding. Mm -hmm. And if you fail in that, then um, you're going to be in test date, you're going to be back to square one. 
Um, having a, a form from a solicitor is helpful because it saves time and it directs your mind to uh, the sort of things that you, they think you should be thinking about when making your will. For example, uh, who's the estate going to go to? So whatever you leave behind, is it going to go to one particular person? Uh, and that's very often the case when people are married or, or certainly in a long relationship. But there are certain specifics. You may have uh, other relatives that you want to give a specific amount of money to, or there's that lovely china vase that you've got in the corner that you might wish that Aunt Betty would have. And so it, you need to make those specifics so that people, again, know exactly what your intentions are. If you don't, then everything will go either to the spouse or the partner or whoever you, you nominated for half the world. It needn't be a difficult document. The more assets you have and the more people you want to benefit makes it more complicated, obviously. So you, you use the word about specific. There are a few words, aren't there, with Will? Specific is, is like you say, a specific item, a specific piece of jewellery uh, that you want somebody to have. Then there's the pecuniary Estate? Yeah, you could say a thousand pounds, say to my cousin Freddie. Uh, so your the estate may be worth ten thousand pounds, but you want a thousand of it go to a specific person. So it's identifying the amount uh, and also the beneficiary, the person that's going to receive it. Okay, I think when you receive paperwork from the solicitor, it does it, this. This does help, doesn't it? Because you 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 get an idea of of all the, all the the devil in the detail and what it is that they're going yes. to be asking for yes. you and the conversations you need to have. A solicitor is not simply expensive because every time you want to make a change in that will, you have to go back and you're going to be charged for it. So I can see why some people just think, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait until circumstances change. Or if, if you are a couple and if one of you has a terminal diagnosis with cancer and you've gone and written your will, then the other person needs to remember that they are going to have to up update that will at a certain point, aren't they? So there's, there's a lot to, to bear in mind with this, and it does all cost. Well, there are two questions there, really, aren't there? One is, do you really need to go to a solicitor, and is it expensive? Um, and I think it's a bit like if the central heater boiler breaks down, you could, if you had the expertise, uh, repair it yourself. But most people don't have that knowledge, and therefore they go to a specialist who will come in and, and mend it, uh, a bit like any electrical fault. Anything that in the house... That, unless you have that knowledge, it's rather dangerous not to get a specialist in. And it's a very important document to Will. Uh, it's important because of the time that it's needed, if there are any problems, that can be expensive. Mm -hmm. So to go to a solicitor who shouldn't charge the earth is something that I would urge everyone to do, simply unless they have full knowledge of what they are doing. Um, you wouldn't want uh, an electrician to... to to be asked to look after your affairs if something broke down, and you want a solicitor to make sure that you're thinking of the right things and you're doing the right thing. But you can write it down on a piece of paper, and if you execute it properly, you don't need a solicitor, and you just hope that you got it right. So I, I would urge everyone to go and see a solicitor. Um, solicitors, like all professional people, charge for their services, and some are more expensive than others, and I think this is an important thing to to shop around and see who you feel provides the best deal and also who is giving you the best um, support because uh, you don't want to feel part of some, you know, just another number. You want to feel you have a relationship with that person. So I would urge people to do that. And once you've made your will, it might be that you don't ever need to change it. But as time passes by, you may feel, well, yes, circumstances have changed. And then you need to go and amend your will or maybe make a new will. Uh, but it's worth doing. It's like having your car serviced. It was good last year when you had it serviced. It probably needs to be done when the time is right again mm -hmm. to make sure it's absolutely crisp and, and going well.
Thank, thanks, Peter. My final question for you at the moment is, you know, as we've discussed, writing a will can be a very tri tricky topic of conversation to bring up with your partner, um, especially if there are complications, if there's children from different marriages, if one of you is ill, undergoing treatment, or maybe one of you just doesn't want to engage in that conversation. Can an individual still approach a solicitor themselves about getting a will sorted out? Or if you are a couple or married, you need to go and do it together? Uh, you don't need to. It's absolutely possible to go on your own. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it's better if there are two of you that you go together and you know what's going on. But there are many, many cases where people have felt the need to make a will and they've gone off quietly on their own and done it. Uh, and bear in mind that it's the last will that's the one that's important. Uh, the fact you made one 15 years ago and there's another one since. It's the one that you've made more recently that's going to boss the other one because when making a will, you revoke all previous wills and so you start again. So the answer to your question is yes, it is. It's obviously better if you can uh, talk to your partner about it um, and to do it together, but that's not essential. Thank you. Thanks, Peter. That's been really helpful so far. Well, I'd like to ask you um, about force, if I may. I mean, do you uh, get approached by people who are going to make their wills and want to leave legacies and gifts to force does that happen at all yes it does i mean force has been around for 32 years now and um we obviously need income to run all of our services that we have here how much um, do you need roughly a year? at the moment it's 1.5 million a wow. year and over the last few years uh, quite a high percentage of that income has come from legacies or gifts in wills that people have very generously left us Occasionally we are notified um, sometime in advance that people are going to be naming force in their will, mm -hmm. but it is not something that you have to do. It's, it's lovely when we do hear about it, and it means we get to, to thank people when they're alive yeah. for what they're going to be doing for yeah. us and the difference they're going to be making. So, you know, it is really important to us when people do leave us a gift. If they want to let us know, it remains, you know, anonymous, but we, it gives us the opportunity to thank people for, for, for what they're going to be doing for us. I mean, most people, I think, would be thinking, gosh, I don't have thousands of pounds to give to Force or indeed any other charity. But if people do have a bit of excess, does it matter how big or small the amount is? Not at all. And I think that's why over the years you've seen a lot of softer use of words like gifts in will rather than legacy, because the word legacy implies an awful lot of money. And actually, you know, £100 can make a difference to Force. £500 can make a difference to Force. £1,000, £5,000, £10,000. We've been very fortunate that we've had some very large gifts left to us and maybe what some people would class as some smaller gifts. Every gift makes a difference and allows us to support the work that we're doing. Anyone that knows about Force knows that we support research, we support innovation and we have our face-to-face -face support for patients, carers and their families. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so being able to make the slightest bit of difference for us being able to support that next generation, the next few years, still be here when this service is going to be needed will make a massive difference. That's fantastic. It is. Yeah, it people is. People are very generous, aren't they? They are. And our, you know, our, our outreach service in the communities of Tiverton, Oakhampton, Honiton and now Ottery St Mary, all of that was funded by a very generous legacy some years ago. Yeah, and, and that service would not have started if it had not been for the generosity of, of individuals giving to us to allow us to create our future. So people can really make a difference. The difference they can make is massive. And, you know, we all know what we've all been through these last 18 months, two years with, with COVID. Force has never been needed so much by people, and we've never needed people's support so much to help us look at our future. Now, I know in the past, um, 
you have been supported by solicitors who wanted to provide the opportunity for people who know force to go and make a will and sometimes give uh, better rates for that. Is that something that still continues? Yes, it is. So for the last three or four years, we've we've had um, the will writing fortnight, which happens in September. That has now changed into a year-round will writing service. <coughs> there are different parts of it. So if you are um, a patient undergoing treatment or if you are terminally ill with cancer, there is one service available for you. And then for everybody else, there's, there's another service. So it's it's all on our website, and I'll give the details at the end of the podcast, and there's leaflets that people can download and read all the information as well. That's really good. So um, is there a will writing service that we provide ourselves, or is that it? That is it. Um, yeah. We don't have the expertise in-house to provide the will writing service, but we do direct principally to Toza's solicitors that are in Exeter and Timmouth. Right. Excellent. So that that's really the... The central thing of a legacy, it can make such, give such benefit to force and what force is trying to do. Absolutely, it can. And, and you know, we absolutely appreciate that families are different today, different generations, uh, different marriages coming in, that, that people have a lot of people to think about when they're making their will. So any, any thought that can be given to force is hugely appreciated and every donation will make a difference. Yeah, so when we go back to preparing to, to write a will, people who are making will should think about which charities and which people they want to receive benefit from the will and that can include force yes absolutely absolutely i think we've covered quite a bit of information here today peter and i really want to thank you for your time i think we've really established that writing a will is one of the most important things that we can do to ensure our wishes are met and that our loved ones are looked after when we die Um, it doesn't have to be a complicated process in fact for most people writing the will will actually be incredibly straightforward and they'll they'll realize that when they start it there are costs attached but it's far more costly in the long run not to get your affairs in order absolutely right and write a will and force has been very lucky to have had some very generous gifts left in wills to us over the years and has enabled us to develop our services and we're extremely grateful for that and we hope that people will be able to support us in the future so that we can continue to expand into our communities, support innovation and support research. Remembering us in your will, it's probably the most important time now than ever that anyone could, could do that. But Peter, I'd like to thank you for your time today and we hope that our listeners have found this interesting and informative. And they can go to our website, forcecancercharity.co.uk, and we have our will writing service and our Getting Your Affairs in Order booklets are both on there that people can download. Peter, thank you so much for your time. It's been great, sir. Nice talking to you again. Thanks for listening to the Force Cancer Charity podcast. If you'd like to know more about how you can support the vital work we do, please call us on 01392 402 875 today.